Hey, no, real shit. It is time to enjoy life, man. Because without waking up the next day, you know, what would you have? Got to be able to thank God. Um, thank you, God, for waking me up to see this blessed, beautiful Saturday morning. Uh, this is probably a first time recording on a Saturday. <laughs> man, I ain't been to work for like... It seemed like a fucking month, but goddamn, I ain't been to work all week or whatever. You feel me? So I'm off today. I got the time to relax, sit back, chill, record. Um, I was just doing a Facebook live video. Um, trying to get my DJ skills on and whatnot. Facebook tried to shut me out. He was like, um, if you continue this video, uh, we're gonna have to cancel out your live video if you continue to use music. Um, that's has no permission to be used. I said I do not own the rights to music. Like, did you guys miss that part? But as soon as I started playing Pooh see that shit came on. So I was like, all right, bet I'm leaving. So yeah, you can't find that video. I just deleted it. <laughs> oh man, man, what a day! What a day! Happy Saturday, y'all! Happy Black History Month. Yes, that's that's what I'm here for. It's all about the black people, you know. I'm all about the black community. Um in a way. Some of you niggas be fucking up and shit. To where it's like, all right, you know, I see why we can't stick together. Cause y'all be out here doing some dumb ass shit. You know? Sometimes it doesn't make sense, but then other times it's like, hmm, I understand why he did it, even though he didn't need to do it. You feel me? Or she. Shit has no gender role for real. Everybody is not exempt. All right? You all be fucking up. I be fucking up sometimes, too. You feel me? I got to be able to speak my truths on the mic. Every time I come on to the show, you feel me? I got to be able to give y'all the honest me. You feel me? Like, if I'm not being honest with myself, how can I be honest on the mic? You know, I definitely be fucking up. You know, we can all work together to get this shit together, to get things where we need it to be. You feel me? All it takes is some unity, um, comprehension, you know, consistency, definitely a lot of consistency. And you just need to be able to have accountability. I believe black people nowadays need accountability buddies. You know, I feel as if even in relationships and whatnot everybody needs to start holding each other more accountable to things because the more you start holding yourself accountable to things before you even hold accountability against other people you got to be able to hold it against yourself first you feel me because let's say you're you're not holding accountability towards yourself but then get upset when somebody provides it to you it's like, well, nigga, why didn't you check the mirror before you tried to give it out? You feel me? You can't be upset that somebody's basically calling a spade a spade. And I, people got to stop doing that, too. Like, bro, if if the pudding is in the pot, you feel me? It's right there. Like, if it makes sense, don't try to beat around it. Like, it's literally right there. But, yeah, man, we just got to be able to hold each other accountable, man. Like, for the people that's tuned in right now, you know, I'm willing to hold you guys accountable for 
whatever it is you got going, you know, there's been many episodes where we've discussed before, like, hey, focus on your craft, get your craft out, you know, so I'm definitely willing to hold you guys accountable to that, you know, because I had to hold myself accountable to get on this platform. You feel me? Uh, definitely want to shout out to Destiny. She was just on our uh, Rose Gold Champions People Chat episode. Um, she reached out to me like a few days after the episode dropped, you know, saying that she was wanting to start a podcast now. And, you know, I'm like I said, like I told her, do it. You know, I, I believe media needs more podcasts. I mean, granted, I didn't realize there was a lot of podcasts out in the world until I hopped on Clubhouse. Because, yeah. There's definitely a lot of podcasts out there for real, but I mean, it's needed. You know, podcast is media. You feel me? We got to be able to keep people updated. You know, if they're not listening to this podcast show, they're definitely listening to another one. You feel me? And if they're listening to that other one, they're probably getting the, a little bit of the same information that I'll be providing just with a different spin of opinions and perspectives. You feel me? So that's just the difference in that. That's why my show is just another podcast show, you feel me? Because I'm exactly that, just another podcast show. I'm just another podcast host, you feel me? I want to be able to provide you the in the details or the intake that I have, you feel me? If you're willing to listen, I'm willing to give it to you. And if you don't want to listen, hey, just don't get mad when I start calling you out on shit. But I definitely, oh, excuse me. I definitely believe that, you know, um, if you're wanting to do a podcast, and I, I believe I said this before on the mic, go ahead and do it. You feel me? Uh, you can literally start a podcast with what you have. Um, shout out to Chanel. Uh, she was on episode six, uh, Stuck in the House. <clears throat> and we was discussing starting a podcast, you know, like, what's the process of it, what what got her motivated and inspired to start a podcast, you know. And, again, you can literally start with your phone and some headphones, and you can start your own show. You feel me? Me, I didn't go that route. I took the equipment route. I wanted the, the mic. I wanted the interface. I wanted my laptop. I wanted to use all this, you feel me, because I wanted to learn and understand these programs and the function of recording. So it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. I like doing it. You feel me? It's been almost a year. Yeah, we at we are almost at a year around the corner. Literally, shout out to me. Give it up. Go ahead. If you're if you're listening right now, clap. Just clap right now. You feel me? Almost a year. Black History Month of uh, just another podcast show. J A P S. I've been doing this. This it's been fun, man. It's been a great journey for real. Um. A lot of people that I brung on the show, you know, a lot of different opinions and different perspectives that people were able to share on the mic. Um, it, it, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for everybody that was able to be a part of the show. You feel me? I'm grateful for everybody that was able to come onto the mic and speak their mind and their views on things. Like, it's, it's definitely appreciated. Without the people, this show... This show wouldn't even be moving forward for real. Without me and the people, this show wouldn't be moving forward for real. 
You feel me? So I definitely got to shout out everybody that's been a part of it. Um, one year, man, one year in, yo, and it's, I'm, I'm ready. Like, I'm just ready for the new adventures. I'm just ready for the outcome. I'm ready for goals to be achieved. I'm just ready for everything in 2021, 2022, 2023. Anything that has to do with JAPS, I'm there. I'm, I'm right there. You gonna see it. You feel me? Whether you see somebody wearing a t-shirt, whether you see somebody wearing a long sleeve, a hat, a hoodie, it's me. You feel me? No matter what city, what state it's in, I'm always there. You feel me? As long as there's a hoodie, t-shirt, hat, sweatpants, socks, shoes, I don't give a fuck what type of product it is. You feel me? As long as it touches that city and state, I'm I'm there. You feel me? So I'm 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 grateful. I'm just grateful. I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, man. I remember this time last year, man, I was worried. I was like, man, damn. I got all the stuff that I need, you know, and I'm I'm talking about starting my show in June. And it's February. I, I kinda wanna get this going right now, you know. But it's like I just took that I took that leap of faith. I just say, you know what, fuck it. I'm I'm going. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just record this 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 first episode, see what it sounds like, see what it takes, you feel me? Put some music on it, put it on SoundCloud, listen to it and see if it's a go. And if it's a go, I'm going to keep it. And that's exactly what I did, you feel me? And I just kept moving forward. I just didn't stop. I took a few breaks. Feel me? Definitely got to take a few breaks. I'm, I'm just coming back from another break. <laughs> you feel me? Like I, like I said, I've been off work all week man I, I just needed some relaxation for myself you feel me so i'm here today but um yeah man it was the process of just starting the podcast it was i remember i was i was sitting right there you guys can't see it but if you were it's by the kitchen so if you if you've been at the house and you've recorded with me before the space that I sat in is literally like right next to the kitchen. I had my desk right there and I had my laptop, my mic set up, all that. You feel me? It was just me. First episode. Road to the intro. You feel me? Um, I might listen to that episode now that I think about it. After the, after I get done with this recording, I might actually listen to it. Just to check out the sound, you know, check out my vocals, check out how nervous I was, you feel me, and try to compare it to the episode that I'm recording today. I think I will. Sounds like a plan. I might move forward with that, guys. So, again, I'm just here to say, never give up on your dreams. Never. <clears throat> this episode is brought to you by Thin Mint. Boy, I'm fried, too. I'm going to be a little chilled. But I might be a little excited. But then again, I might not. You know. We just. We just gonna rock out, man. We just really gonna rock out. Yo, before I get started. I might be done with Clubhouse, y'all. I might. I might just be done with Clubhouse. Hold on. Matter of fact. I'll tell y'all why in a minute. Yeah, nah, I think I might really be done with Clubhouse, man. The reason why I might be done with Clubhouse is just because me personally, I like consistency. You feel me? So one thing about 
joining Clubhouse, and it's not anybody's fault, you know. It's mainly the app, and it's simply because we don't have control over the app whatsoever, you feel me? Ever since I've joined Clubhouse, it's been inconsistent, you know, like rooms getting removed, some rooms getting lost, you know, um, some rooms getting thrown out of the hallway, overshadowed, whatever the fuck it's called, and shit like that. And it's just like, I'm not sure what the process is with uh, running a room and whatnot on Clubhouse, but it's just when it comes to a lot of switching rooms and whatnot, not being able to find the people that were carrying dope conversations on the app and shit, it's just, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I, I I appreciate it. You feel me? Because, like, every time I walk into the app, I feel like I'm, I'm, on, I'm in the Matrix or some shit. It's weird. But Clubhouse is a dope app. But I might just be done with it. I might be done with it. However, if I do hop on Clubhouse, like, the one thing I would want, would rather prefer is setting up my own Clubhouse room. You feel me? With, like, my loved ones and shit. And my people, you know, the people that I know are knowledgeable in regards of shit that be going on around the world and whatnot, you know, and just being able to have an open discussion um, about whatever general topics that niggas want to discuss. You know, I'm actually trying to set that up today if niggas have the time for it. Uh, But by the time you listen to this episode, I might not be interested in setting it up. I might. I don't know. You know, it all depends. It just all depends on how everybody's schedule works for real. You know, I just been free and doing whatever because I've been off. <laughs> Thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode of Just Another Podcast Show. I am your favorite podcast host, Braden King. But you also know me as I am from Jupiter. I don't even got to spell it for you because you guys already know how to spell it at this point. This is episode 47. King me. Are we playing checkers? We might as well shit, but I I love playing chess more. You feel me? But this episode, um, yeah, man, it's just going to be, as you can see, I'm here by myself. You feel me? It's all my, my lonesome, um, Got a few things that I want to discuss and whatnot. Um, let me actually see. I was trying to start another Facebook Live, but fuck it. We don't need that shit. You feel me? Let's go ahead and get this recording out the way. Celebrating Valentine's Day 2021. Woo! So, Valentine's Day is just around the corner. Corner. Man, if you guys remember on Road to the Intro, we discussed about Valentine's Day coming up. You feel me? So, with everything changing from a year ago, how do you guys plan on celebrating Valentine's Day this year? You know? Um, what type of dates do you guys plan on going on during this quarantine? Are there any dates that you can really attend to during this quarantine? Um... You know, especially for the people that are single, um, let's say you're single and you don't have anybody 
to be your Valentine, but you're looking for somebody to be your Valentine. Think about how cautious you got to be now. Think about how cautious you have to protect yourself while going on this said date. If you go on one, you feel me? You got to be able to wear your mask. Your your date may be cute with the mask on. Maybe ugly with the mask off. You don't know. It just all depends. You feel me? But or you can do a, a virtual date, you know, maybe talk over a Zoom meeting or whatnot. Try to get to know each other. Maybe matter of fact, what you can do if you're single. Oh, I got a perfect one right here. If you're single, right? And you're looking for somebody to be your Valentine and you got somebody in mind that you want to be your Valentine. Go ahead and make that jump, bro. Make that jump. And if she does not want to physically go out on a date with you, then this is what you do, fam. <clears throat> Set up a Zoom meeting, right? However, you got to talk to her in regards of, all right, what you what you want to eat tonight? So what we're going to do is we're going to set a date and a time for a Zoom meeting. What you want to eat? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right? All right. So she tells you what she wants to eat. You place that order. All right. So place an order to get sent to her house, and then you place your order to get sent to your house. Right? Now it's time to go on your Zoom meeting date. So you guys got your food. You feel me? Maybe you got your wine, your alcohol. Maybe you got some bud to the side. Whatever the case is, you feel me? Everything is all good and lit. You got the TV on, setting nice, whatever the case is. Now you guys can just sit in front of a screen and talk to each other. And eat the same food that you guys were supposed to eat at a restaurant. I mean, just to be on the safe side, you feel me? If you're single, this is something that you can't do. Or if you rather take the risk, go link up with that person. You feel me? Because, hey, link ups are actually better than virtual anything, in my opinion. I'm just saying. Like, prime example, virtual schooling. Are you guys okay with this year? Like, how how are you guys doing this year with the virtual schooling with your kids and whatnot? Is is everything going smoother this year? You feel me? I know last year, last year was a little struggle for everybody. You feel me? Everything was unexpected. You know, a lot of parents not being able to comprehend the changes that was going on. So, you know, within time passing, are you guys feeling a little better? Are you guys getting a little bit more comfortable in regards of schooling your kids at home? Or would you rather you know, them be physically at school. You know, me personally, I would want my kids to go to school, but I don't want them to go to school if this virus is moving around and shit. I'd rather the virus disappear and then they go back, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. So right now the virtual schooling is working. You know, for me, I'm, I'm cool. I, like I'm not, I'm not doing too bad this year. You know, um, Last year, it was it was definitely difficult. You know, I was probably having problems with my child damn near every other day and shit. But this year, it's, it's not like that at all. You know, she's being able to focus, get her work done. Sometimes she she loses her focus. She loses her focus. But I just want her to get back on track. As long as she gets back on track and she completes her work, that's all that matters to me. That's, that's all I care about. You feel me? 
do whatever you want from after that. But as long as you can complete your work, you won't you won't have an issue for me. Valentine's Day during quarantine. Um, I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do. Wait, when when is Valentine's Day? Ain't that a day out? I, I think that's a day I work. Hold on, real quick. Valentine's Day. Oh no, that's on Sunday. Okay, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, on my end, we we might end up going somewhere. I might end up getting her some something. You know, I'm not really too sure. I, I don't I don't have it figured out. I don't like celebrating Valentine's Day. I don't like celebrating holidays at all, for real. I, and it's not because I'm a grumpy person or I'm not an evil person. Or it's not that I don't believe in holidays and shit. It's just they don't they don't really have no benefit for real. It's just another day, like nothing's really special about them. It's just a label. You feel me? Like I don't know. Like I it, that's again that's just me personally. I I could care less about the shit. Like oh you didn't get me anything on Valentine. Oh, it's all right. Like, I, I wouldn't be salty, you feel me? Like, if I didn't get anything on Valentine's Day, I'd I be letting it know, known, like, don't give me shit on my birthday. Like, I I appreciate it, though. Like, I appreciate anything that's been provided to me for my birthdays and whatnot. But, like, anything else, like, I don't really care about that stuff, man. Gifts, gifts and shit don't do nothing for me, bro. Nothing. You know, and another thing with gifts, man, we was just talking about um, why why do niggas shower their ladies or their girl with gifts after they fuck up and do some shit? You feel me? Like, why do they always think that's going to solve the problem? Like, do you niggas truly believe that buying material things for your lady is going to fix whatever cheating issue that you cause? Like, I'm, I'm just curious because it seems as if that literally runs through every nigga's head. Like, oh, well, shit, I cheated on my girl. You know, let me go buy her a diamond ring. She'll be all right. Like, bro, that only works for rich niggas, bro. Like, if you're if you're a regular nigga that gets money or that knows how to get money and shit, bro. Well, really, everybody's a regular person for real. Like, everybody's regular as fuck. As fuck, they just have a different stat. Excuse me, a different status in life. You feel me? But everybody is human, basically. But I mean, let's just say. If you're rich, like if you're if you like got like fifty billion dollars in the account or some bullshit like that, and you cheat on your girl, I'm pretty sure like as long as you got that much money and you buy shit, she's not gonna give a fuck because look at the look at the chicks nowadays in the industry now. You feel me? Prime example. No disrespect, Cardi B. You feel me? Cardi B done got cheated on Offset so many times, bro. They're still together. You feel me? But then again, like anybody that gets cheated on in their relationships, yes, granted, they'll they'll go on Twitter or they'll go on Instagram and rant about it. You feel me? Maybe that's just their safe maybe that's just their safe space to express their emotions. You feel me? Maybe they don't give a fuck about wanting to be judged or wanting to get opinions on what they need to do or 
who they need to be with and, you know, how to move about the situation. Maybe that's not their intentions on why they do it on the internet. You feel me? Again, maybe it's just a, a place where they just want to be able to express themselves. You feel me? Yes, you can go ahead and express yourself back and answer and be like, well, Cardi, you know, Offset's done it this many times. He, why do you keep going back to him? You know you don't need that in your life. This and the third, like leave that nigga behind you. But at the end of the day, it's not. It's not your business. Yeah, she'll put it out there publicly. I get that. I understand it. But it's not your business. It's not. Like we have to be able to understand that and accept that. You know what people do or what their decision is to do in regards to their relationship is their decision they're going to do whatever they feel makes them happy you feel me our happiness has nothing to do with them they they don't give a fuck about us they don't give a fuck about our opinions you know again you're just human regular people i'm just saying shout out to cardi b though Hey, I'm not going to lie to you, man. That Up song, I I like it. A lot of people don't like it, but you feel me? It's like, it's not a song that I could play blasting in my car and shit, like, it's willingly, you feel me? But if it's, like, playing on the radio or some shit, or I, I'll watch the music video and listen to the song as well, you feel me, like that? I'll listen to it in that extent, but, like, it's cool. People trying to drag Cardi and say that Cardi um, took that song from some local cat. But, uh, man, listen, bro, everybody is being watched, all right? These industry niggas are definitely watching local people and how they're creating music just so they can utilize it into a different aspect. You, you feel me? Just accept it. This is the game, bro. The industry is going to do whatever they want to do. You feel me? Technically, ain't that what niggas be doing when they sample? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm talking too loud. I'm talking too loud. I'm talking too loud. Valentine's Day, though. All right. Um, if you guys are, you know, if you guys have any date ideas, um, for Valentine's Day, share them. I mean, we got eight more days left. Yeah. Eight more days left until Valentine's Day. So, um, like I said, I'm I, I, I'm going to work around it. I'm going to see what I can set up on my end. You feel me? I'm not going to do nothing too extravagant, but we'll be able to make something shake. I've definitely been already doing my part. You feel me? I Honestly, like, I, I'm, a, I'm a real honest person. You feel me? So, I told her off the bat, like, listen, fuck Valentine's Day. Don't even fuck. Don't even think. Don't even worry about me getting anything on Valentine's Day. Like, I told her off off rip, you feel me? Because her birthday is coming up this month, too. So, I'm like, man, listen. That's like my birthday and Christmas. Like, I can't get, like, I, I don't want a birthday gift and a Christmas gift. You feel me? Like, that's just too much. You feel me? Like, I'm 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 cool with a birthday gift. And even then, I don't even want that. You, you feel me? So, it's just like, eh. That's just me, though. Like, if you're, if you, I, I don't know, bro. <laughs> uh, I love you, girl. I, I take care of her, man. I, I, like I said, I've, I've been, I've been getting her things for her birthday, you know. 
spending my money, man. You got to be able to take care of your girl, bro. If your girl takes care of you, man, be able to take care of your girl. Sometimes, you know, arguments and shit do come about. Um, I hate this love thing. I'm going to be honest with y'all, man. I, I really do because love is so fickle, man. It is, but it's like, it's like when you know you love the person like you know. You feel me? And it's like you don't never want to see that person ever hurt for real. And if you do see the person hurt, you want you do of course want to see it hurt by you, but you want to be able to fix your mistakes and grow from them or grow w- with your partner and learn from the mistakes that you make. It's it's just a it's a difficult route, man. If you're not in a relationship, focus on you. You feel me? That's that's the most important thing that you can do right now is just focus on you. If you are in a relationship, focus on you. But as well, be able to have that little that 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 little space. You feel me? That little space to give to your partner as well to focus on. You feel me? Because if your partner cares about you, man, your partner is gonna show you. You feel me? Your partner is always gonna show you, no matter what. You you you'll you probably won't even notice it in ways, but. Then you'll think about it later on like, damn, they really did do this for me. So they really did care about me. You feel me? So love love is a tricky game, man. If you're not ready for it, don't get into it. But if you are ready for it, just be able to understand. You feel me? Like you have to grow. Like it's very important to grow within the problems and the mistakes that are made within your relationship. Me personally, I don't believe in giving up on relationships, bro. I don't. And I only I only say that because people 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 don't they don't fight for the relationships as much as so people will try to compare relationships in this day and era to our grandparents and shit, but it's like Bro, you can't do that for real because y'all motherfuckers is weak as hell. Like, our grandparents definitely lived a different lifestyle, you feel me? And the lifestyle that they were living, you probably wouldn't be able to survive in. So you got to be able to stop saying, oh, well, our generation is not lasting as as long as our grandparents' generation. First off, we learned the shit from which generation? It was either our parents or our grandparents. Either way, the shit comes hereditary you feel me so it's it's just it's all a gamble man it's all a gamble if you want to love somebody love one person you feel me but if you want to love multiple people hey love multiple people but be on your own and love multiple people yeah man valentine's day is a really hate that holiday like just everything about red and pink and love is just it's cool to an extent, but then you'll be seeing new couples jump on there like, oh, this me and Bay, this that and the third, and then be broken up and like before the month is over, their relationship is going to be as short as February. That's 
that's typically what happens. Like, you post your partner on Valentine's Day, and then motherfuckers be gone by March 1st and shit. Like, the fuck out of here. These relationships be phony as hell nowadays, man. I tell you. But that's life. Let's talk about this nigga Lil Uzi, though, man. Why, why this little nigga, man? Lil Uzi Vert paid $24 million to implant a pink diamond in the middle of his fucking forehead. Bro, people, the internet got this nigga looking like he visioned from Avengers. That shit's wild as hell. Like, I wonder how bad that hurt. Like, from a scale of t- 1 to 10, I wonder how bad putting a pink diamond in your forehead just did like what 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 type of pain could that provide you and did it heal him you know because sometimes pain can heal whatever you're going through prime example i get tattoos anytime i'm stressed out and shit i haven't had tattoos in a long time i should be inked the fuck up right now but you feel me like anytime i've lost a relationship or was going through it with my mom or some shit, you feel me? I went and got a tattoo and shit, you feel me, to hide the pain or cover up the pain. So that's what I'm saying. Like, did him implanting the pink diamond into his forehead heal him? Like, did it take away whatever pain that he's going through? I'm concerned because... $24 $24 million? What made you do that? Why? Why are you putting a pink diamond in your fucking forehead for $24 million? Bro, you know what I would have did for 24 Man, oh my God. Listen, now I done said before, you feel me? I'm, I'm never the one to focus on another nigga's money and what he does with his money. But God damn, $24 million, bro. And you went and did that? All right, cool. He could have put it in some stocks or whatever the case is, but he put a pink fucking diamond in his forehead. I'm I'm gonna keep repeating this shit because I'm flabbergasted. I always said Lil Uzi was weird. I always said it. And you feel me? I guess he 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 was inspired. Because Sauce Walker put, I think he put like a little a gold diamond on the side of his face or whatever. But he also, Lil Uzi also posted a video of Lil B putting up a, a implanted diamond in the middle of his forehead as well back in the day. But I'm thinking, ain't that fake? Because I don't think he has that diamond on that forehead. But I don't know. I'll have to Google it. You feel me? But... A pink diamond, $24 million. Man. I swear to God, if I ever touch $24 million, I'm never putting a pink diamond in the middle of my forehead. I'm not even putting a pink diamond on my face. I might buy a pink diamond. Where where the pink diamond goes is just not going to be on my body. I know that much. Because what the hell? I might put it on a ring. Yeah, I, I would do that. I would put it on a ring and put that shit on my finger. That shit, that shit be so fucking fire. But I would not put that shit on my forehead. I just don't understand, like, what is going on with the new niggas nowadays? Like, what gave him the reason to put that pink diamond in the middle of his fucking forehead? 
And then I seen another post on Twitter. Somebody was like, this the man that JT is stressed about? <laughs> Yo. JT, baby, I love you, girl, but man. That nigga Uzi got you going crazy. It's that it's that Aries and Sagittarius love, man. That's exactly what the fuck it is, bro. That's what it is. Man, but nah, I just for twenty four million dollars. What would I do for twenty four million dollars? Oh, that's just a lot of money, bro. I know I would buy some houses. Might buy some cars too. What type of cars? I don't know. I would have to shop on that, but Bro, that's just a lot of bread, bro. I, I don't mm. $24 million? I might have to make a list of what I would buy. You know, I might even fuck around and buy a Marvel, uh, not Marvel, but um, a theater and turn that shit into a Marvel theater or some shit, bro. Like, dead ass. Because, nigga, that's $24 million, bro. And then if you invest in shit like that, you could definitely bring that money back and double it. That's what I'm saying. Like, nigga, if I did if I did a theater, I would turn it into a Marvel theater where it's nothing but Marvel Marvel movies playing. All that shit. Man, what? Oh my god, bro. Fuck with me. Fuck with me. Of course you would have to wear your mask, you know. Get your hand sanitizer in before you come into the movie theater and shit. Cause we ain't gonna play that. We are not gonna play that. Yeah, let me know. Let me know what you guys would do for twenty four million dollars, man. Post it on Facebook and Twitter. You feel me? We'll talk about it. Man, let's shout out to my boy. Shout out to my boy. He got the show back. Yes, let's go. Let's fucking go. Wild and out is coming back, y'all. Yes, Nick Cannon and Viacom CBS was able to come to an agreement and they were able to amend the relationship just so they could bring wild and out back on air episodes are supposed to the episodes that were supposed to drop in the past or whatever so like seven months ago or eight months ago however long this shit has been um those episodes are supposed to be dropping soon they're supposed to be recording new episodes for a new season in the future so Yes, shout out, shout out to Nick Cannon. Shout out to Nick Cannon. Um, I'm trying to pull up this shit right now. So yes, Nick Cannon was able to publicly apologize, um, for the comments that he aired onto his podcast seven months ago. Um, in, in on top of apologizing for the comments, um, you know. Nick was able to, and this was stated by a spoke, a spoke person, spokesperson, I'm sorry. Nick has not only apologized and taken responsibility for his comments, but he has also worked to educate himself and others through engagement with Jewish leaders and on his platform. Those efforts are of the utmost importance and that's why we have invited him to rejoin our team. So Nick Cannon making a huge jump right there for apologizing for the comments that he made. Granted 
I mean, it was his platform. I still don't believe he should have apologized. But, you know, if you guys were able to come to an agreement and amend the relationship and bring the show back, I'm with it. You feel me? I, again, I don't agree with the apology, but whatever works best for Nick, I'm I'm with Nick. You feel me? You got to be able to protect Nick Cannon at all costs. That's that's what was said like two years ago. We got to continue that. You feel me? So yeah, I'm I'm siding with Nick Cannon. Period. Just like I said last time we talked about this on air, I was siding with Nick Cannon. So if Nick Cannon wants to go ahead and apologize. I'm siding with Nick Cannon. Like I again, I do not have to agree with the man's actions, but I am going to side with him. Because I I'm always been with Nick Cannon, you feel me? Nick Cannon's always been a terrible artist, but he's very talented. He is a talented black man in the industry. He and he's been yo, Nick Cannon's been around for a minute, bro. So what like why not? Like, you got to be able to shed respect and provide the flowers to him because they are needed. Yes, Wild and Out will be back. I can't wait. I can't wait. I seen I seen a post on Twitter. Somebody hit up uh, Carlos Miller asking, like, um, so, yo, Wild and Out is back? He's like, man, ain't nobody tell me shit. He said the same thing when he lost his job. From wild and out nobody told him shit he found out through the internet same process my man found out on the internet that he got his job back you feel me so shout out to carlos miller chico bean dc young fly 85 south show um yeah i i justina the bro oh my god i can't wait for them to come back and i truly hope that they come back with the as their first episode as the last episode that was supposed to play. So the last episode that they were supposed to play on MTV was with Fat Boy. So I'm hoping that they start the episodes back up with Fat Boy. And I'm hoping this shit starts next week. Because I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to laugh. I'm ready to watch Wild and Out again. I missed the Wild and Out episodes. Yo, what's what's your guys' favorite Wild and Out game on there? Because I, I me personally, I love the uh Kick him out the classroom. Um, uh, Plead the Fifth is another one of my favorite ones. I fuck with Plead the Fifth. Um, what's another one? What's another one? Um, I mean, I, I love the ones where they do the impressions of uh, famous people. And you got to try and guess who it is. Um, the props one. Props be cool. Depending on the props that they get, you feel me? So, yeah, I, I'll 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 put that one up there too. I don't really like the games where they do all the rapping and the singing and shit. Like some of them be funny, some of them be cool, but then other ones just be like, uh, yeah, yeah. So I don't like that game. But yeah, man, I I really truly fuck with Wild and Out. I've been watching Wild and Out for a long ass time. I'm pretty sure I've watched every Wild and Out episode, yo. There was a time where I was out in Dayton, right? My mom was staying out, staying out in Dayton, and this was a time where I loved going over my mom's house just because of how it was built and shit. You feel me? But um, it was like this one weekend I stayed over there, 
And all I did was watch Wild and Out. That's all I did. I watched Wild and Out and played PS4. I didn't do nothing else. <laughs> because it was just like, bro, what? This shit is fucking hilarious. Like, this show is underrated as fuck. Like, people was sleeping on Wild and Out. Wild and Out really was A1 since day one. You feel me? So... I'm I'm siding with Nick Cannon, all right? Wild and Out is back in the building, and I can't fucking wait. I cannot fucking wait. Um, yeah. LeBron James. Oh, I'm sorry. Before before I move over to LeBron James, uh, the king, matter of fact. Let me address him as the king. Um, Nick Cannon was recently tested positive for COVID-19 so again guys when you guys are out in public and I'm not saying that Nick Cannon was out in public and doing the things that he didn't need to do but please protect yourself all right make sure you watch your surroundings watch who you be around make sure you get six feet away from people you know because motherfuckers be nasty motherfuckers be out here sick and, and not even supposed to be so that's just that. So uh, let's definitely keep Nick Cannon in our in our prayers um, because you know we've we've seen what COVID can do to certain people. Um, you know, shout out to Jeremiah. Jeremiah was able to come out of ICU. Um, I got to check out on the update on him. But uh, yeah, you know, COVID can definitely do some things to people a lot differently. COVID doesn't move the same for everybody, so. Let's just keep Nick Cannon in our prayers. Again, we got to protect Nick Cannon at all costs, all right? They've been trying to take my man out the game ever since he wanted to do that Dr. Sebi, uh documentary. Or was it Nipsey Hussle? I think it was both, but yeah. Yeah. LeBron James and courtside Karen get into a dispute at the Lakers versus Hawks game. So, this this little girl, she's only bro, she's only twenty five years old. At least that's what she said. But if you've seen her pictures on Instagram and you've seen her shape, she might be. But she might not be. She might be lying. So I guess the situation here is that um, courtside Karen's husband. And LeBron James was going back and forth, you know, on the court side or whatever. I'm not, I didn't watch the game, so I'm not too sure what caused it. But all I know is they were going back and forth or whatever, uh, yelling to each other, saying word of, of course, exchanging words and whatnot. And here comes courtside Karen, um, trying to interfere with the the dispute or whatnot. Um, and throw her little two cents in. Um, so she gets on live or she gets on Instagram and drops her little videos of what the scenario was um, in regards of what LeBron said to her husband and how nobody can talk to her husband that way. And if anybody talks to her husband that way, she was going to step up and say something. She didn't give a fuck who it was. She, did, she said she didn't care if you was LeBron James if you was Jesus or God, she said, it doesn't matter. If you step up to my husband, I'm going to say something to you. Shout out to you for doing your part, I guess. But 
Sit your dumb ass down, man. The fuck? Like, you really thought that you was that important? And, granted, you're not that important for me to even discuss on this show. However, King, my man's LeBron. You know, LeBron said he he didn't even feel the necessary for you to get, even get kicked out of the stadium. He said he he missed those interactions. He needed that interaction. He wants those interactions. You feel me? He, he misses that shit from people in the crowd. You feel me? But you had to go. I mean, it's as simple as that. You couldn't stay there. You couldn't stay at the party for as long as you wanted to be, baby, because you thought you had a voice. However, you had a voice at the wrong time. Matter of fact, you had a voice at the wrong time, on the wrong day, at the wrong month. All right? This man, this is what she said. She said that LeBron told her, sit your white ass down, bitch. As he should. He said the correct words. So for you to even jump on live or Instagram, whatever the fuck you was on, complaining about what LeBron told you to do, as he should. Bitch, it's Black History Month. You had a lot of nerves to even stand the fuck up and say anything to LeBron James. Bitch, you're even lucky that the man was even able to respond to you. Not able to respond to you, but you're lucky that he even acknowledged you. You're not that important. You think LeBron James is tripping over your presence right now? You think he if any, he might apologize, but I hope he doesn't. You feel me? But do you think he's concerned about you right now? No. And for you to even be on live talking about, oh, LeBron, you're a pussy for talking shit to a 25-year-old girl. How do you let a 25-year-old intimidate you? Baby, you know if his wife was there, you wouldn't you wouldn't be saying none of that shit, right? She she must not. She she doesn't. You she must have not ever seen Savannah. Jan- no no. All right. Well, hey, that's her business. But I mean, I'm just saying. You feel me? Like if his wife was at that game, you probably wouldn't have even made it off the court. Walking straight. I'm just saying. Some white people be thinking they they got a bigger voice than black people. And it's like, bro, you really don't, for real. Oh, shit. I didn't even know that went down. Hold on. I might have to start this show back over. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm watching uh The Center. They just put The Center on Netflix. The Center's actually a good show. But, yeah, man. Come on, man. Like... <laughs> yeah. LeBron did the right thing. LeBron said the right thing. I don't I don't see no issues of what happened. And then the crazy thing The crazy thing is there's a post floating around Twitter where the husband that LeBron James got into it with Man, LeBron's been living in this nigga's head rent-free the whole time, bro. So this nigga, I guess, had a picture on his Instagram. He had two pictures up um, where LeBron was on the Cavaliers. Uh, LeBron was sitting, he was sitting by him, but he wasn't sitting close to him. Uh, dude was talking about how uh, this big, ugly man or whatever he said, this big-ass man almost sat on my wallet and my phone or some shit like that. Then he dropped another post 
Um, trying to throw shade. Hold on, I'm about to pull it up. Can you tell I don't like this guy? My Hawks took it to them. Thanks, Team Hawks and Coach Bud and his staff. Go Hawks. Daddy Carlos 006. So obviously you hate LeBron James and you show up to a Hawks game. Again, you, you're a Hawks fan, so it's understandable. You feel me? And, but what was you? I just want to know, like, did he start talking shit first to LeBron? I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it was. Because, again, white people be thinking they have a bigger voice than black people. And sometimes that's just not the case. You definitely don't have a bigger voice than LeBron James, bro. So you just got to sit that one out and take your L, man. It's crazy. White people be funny sometimes, but they also be stupid. That's just my opinion. All right. Yep. Uh, so it's Saturday, man. I ain't never recorded on a Saturday. It's just real chill. The sun shining. You know. I'm just chilling right now, man. Like, everything is cool, bro. For the most part, just watching TV. I know I'm going to get on the game later on. Niggas want to see me on the PS4 and shit. My PSN is King Juke 89 Don't forget the E. Yeah, man. Oh, uh, shit, bro. I watched, um, I watched the Royal Rumble. Well, I, I watched a little bit of the Royal Rumble this past uh, weekend. It was cool, man. It was mad cool. I'm, I'm glad to see Goldberg didn't become the heavyweight champion for Raw. Thank God, because we don't need Goldberg back in. He just needs to retire. Just let that shit go. Follow Undertaker's footsteps. Give up the wrestling shit, because this is, it's not it, fam. Like, you, you, you ran your time. Your time is up, bro. Niggas be thinking like, oh, just because I'm old, I can't wrestle no more. Yes, bro. That's exactly what it is. You're not going to be able to hang with the new age of wrestlers that are in the game now. Give it up. Like, niggas just move, niggas move hella different nowadays, bro. That's why, whatever, whatever. Um, Kevin Owens definitely should have won that fucking match with Roman Reigns, bro. I don't give a fuck. Roman is a big-ass cheater. Roman Reigns knows he cannot beat Kevin Owens, bro. He could not beat Kevin Owens in that match. He know he couldn't. He know he couldn't. So he needed all the help that he could get for that match. Roman Reigns is a bitch to me. I used to like him. I used to like him. Don't like the nigga anymore. You feel me? Um, and I was actually just watching uh, SmackDown yesterday. One person I am starting to like that I did not like, Seth Rollins. It's weird, yo. I did not like Seth Rollins at all. Like, even when Seth Rollins, like, so when they were the Shield, I liked Roman Reigns and then the other one. I forgot his name. But I did not like Seth Rollins. But now, Seth, looking back at Seth Rollins' record in the wrestling game,
Seth Rollins really is a dope ass wrestler for real. Like he's not a bad wrestler. Like you can't say Seth Rollins is a shitty wrestler for real. He's definitely a top tier wrestler. Like he followed Triple H's footsteps and became a Triple H 2.0. Now, am I going to say that he's better than Triple H in Triple H's prime? No. No, I don't I don't think so. Mm-mm. Because Triple H is legit number one. Like, I'm not saying he's the number one wrestler, but I'm saying, like, Triple H is a top-tier wrestler. So, like, for Seth Rollins to follow Triple H's footsteps, he I don't believe Seth Rollins can overcome or overpower Triple H. You feel me? But he's up there with Triple H for sure. Seth Rollins is nice. You got to look back on his records and all the matches that he's won, all the championship belts that he's gained. Since he's been in the WWE, Seth Rollins is nice. Real nice. I'm sorry if I'm talking about wrestling, y'all. Some of y'all might not even be interested in wrestling, but hey. Uh, Black History Month. Bianca Belair from WWE won the Women's Royal Rumble. Shout out to Bianca Belair, man. She's fine as hell. However, she has not made her decision yet on who she's going to wrestle. But... Whoever she chooses, I believe she will win that match. So I'm I'm rolling with Bianca Belair. Shout out to you, baby. We we appreciate it. We appreciate you winning that Royal Rumble for sure. That's that's a that's black woman empowerment for you. Um Edge, another wrestler back in the past that comes into the Royal Rumble as number one. Edge survived at from number one. He started at number fucking one and won the whole thing. Won the whole Royal Rumble. That's just wild. Like, bro. And he hasn't made a decision on who he's going to choose for the WrestleMania matchup neither. You feel me? But whoever he chooses, I, I want to see that match. I don't want to miss that. I don't want to miss WrestleMania at, at all, for real. WrestleMania is dope. I think I watched it last year. If it wasn't last year, it was the year before. But, yeah. WrestleMania is pretty smooth. I'm not going to hold you. So, that's that's just the wrestling portion for the show. Because I, I know some of y'all don't watch wrestling. But, some of y'all do. So, hey. You feel me? Another show that's coming back that we got to get ready for. Snowfall. Snowfall comes back on the 24th. Um, I got to start binge watching Snowfall. Matter of fact, I might start that. These next two days, actually, of uh, my next off days, I might I might start to start binge watching because I need to make sure I have a clear understanding in regards of what's going on so that I know what's getting ready to happen. Once I jump into this next season, I'm I'm ready for it, though. Snowfall is fire. Snowfall is definitely fire. And I'm definitely always going to say snowfall is better than power. Anybody that says power is better than snowfall doesn't know shit. They don't know what they're talking about for real. I've seen a lot of you niggas picking Tariq over Franklin. That just didn't sit well with me for real. You know? Didn't sit well at all. Shows how new you niggas really are in the game. I'm just saying. Another show that's coming back on the air, The Walking Dead, for all of you uh, TWD fans, uh, comes back on February 28th. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that as well. Um, I 
binge I binge watch Walking Dead as much as I can. I just got all caught up with Fear of the Walking Dead. Yo, that show is cool too. I like that show. I like that show. At first I was thinking like that show was starting to run slow, but Fear of the Walk Fear of the Walking Dead is just not as action packed as The Walking Dead is. But it's 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 needed to watch. Like you gotta watch it. You feel me? I, I fuck with I fuck with both of them. So I'm actually looking forward to that other Walking Dead show they got coming out soon. And I, I I'm I forgot when that's supposed to drop, but whenever it drops, I'll be tuned in. You feel me? Um, the last thing that I have today, guys. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Um. What was I gonna say? Oh, the last thing that I have for you guys today. Um. Pooh Shiesty, Shiesty season album. Fire. Oh, my God. What a. Listen, we was all waiting for Drake to shock the world and fucking break the fucking Internet with some music at the beginning of the year. But God damn it. I think Pooh Shiesty did it. I honestly believe Pooh Shiesty did it. And Pooh Shiesty. Man, no, bro. I'm telling you, Pushaisi about to have one of... And this ain't even an album. It's a fucking mixtape. He clarified that on The Breakfast Club, that it was a mixtape. So I wonder what his album is going to sound like. If his album sounds like his mixtape, I want it. I want that shit. Period. Because, bro. What? Like, this shit, this shit is bonkers, bro. And it's fucking flames. Like, the whole project is just nuts, bro. I, I fuck with it. Like, hold on. We, we about to go down the list right now. First off, his intro. One of my favorite songs on this bitch. Shiesty season intro. Back in Blood is fire. Guard Up is fire. Ugly is fire. Neighbors is fire. 50 Shots is fire. No Chorus is fire. Box of Churches fire making a bro i I can't even continue going down this list like literally it's the whole fucking project bro every song on this shit it's just fire and i'm my bad i'm listening to this shit on shuffle now you feel me so i'm all over the place with the album but bro it's literally like no skips on this bitch yeah I could prob I could probably say Yeah, I don't think there's any skips on here. I would probably say my favorite my favorite three songs on this. Number one, drop some shit. Uh number two, Shiesty Season Intro. Number three would probably be between Big Thirteen Gang or Fifty Shots. Um I'm 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 truly surprised. Like this, this album or mixtape was really something I did not expect. Like I did not expect for it to be this fucking good. I honestly didn't. Um, I first heard about Pooh Shiesty on one of Gucci's songs. I'm about to pull up that song right now so I can give you guys the name of it. Still remember, yeah. 
Gucci Mane and Pooh Shiesty. That's when I first heard about Pooh Shiesty. And when I heard him on that song, bro, I was like, oh, bro, snapping. Hold on. I was like, man, he got some more shit. That's when I started looking into Pooh Shiesty and I started listening to some of his shit. And I'm like, oh, bro, bro, gonna be, he gonna be fire. Then, like, I'd probably say maybe a, a few weeks or um, whenever... Whenever I heard that he was dropping a project, bro, I I tapped in on Apple real quick to see what songs that he had on there. I listened to the all three songs that he had. He had Back in Blood, uh, Twerk Some, and another song. And I listened to all three of them. I'm like, yeah, bro. Oh, this uh, Shicey Season might might be a hit. Might be a hit. And what do you know? Shicey Season. It's a fucking hit, bro. I can see him dropping a Shicey Season 2. I can see him dropping a Shicey Season 2. Um, what, what collabs would y'all like to see Pooh Shiesty with, bro? I'm gonna be all the way 100 with you. Um, I wanna see Pooh Shiesty do, uh, do some more shit with Gucci. I wanna see Pooh Shiesty do some shit with Lil Baby. I wanna see Pooh Shiesty do a song with Doughboy, Future. Um, bro, what? I wanna see Pooh Shiesty do a song with Gunna, Thugger. Oh my God, bro! Pooh Shiesty is nice, bro. I- I'm telling you, Shiesty season, yeah, yeah. There's gotta be a Shiesty season too, my guy. You just have to drop it. You have to drop it. Like, there's no need for you to not drop a Shiesty season too. That's like on some on on some uh slime shit. What what's the name of that thug tape, man? Man, whatever the fucking name of it is, but yeah, bro, all them niggas be in the same category for real, but they all got different different styles, and I fuck with that shit. You feel me? A Memphis nigga though, man. Yeah, like fucking, I would probably say Pusheyzy. Like when I was listening to his album, he was he was starting to sound like uh, Key Glock to me a little bit. There was a few times where I was like, oh, he sound like Dolph right here. And then there was a, uh, other times where I was like, oh, bro, sound like old Gucci. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's like those mixture of people that he sounds like, it, it just goes. Like, Pooh is a nice artist. I, I, I like Pooh Shiesty. I really do. Pooh is a great artist. Um, I just watched his interview with the Preface Club this morning. I I I agree with Charlemagne. Pushaisi is up. Is he's he's up next. Just like how Lil Baby and Lil Dirk took over 2020. I, I think Pushaisi got 2021. I I truly believe if Pushaisi can drop maybe two more two more projects, it's it's his, yo. It's his. Or if he drops a deluxe Shiesty season. You feel me? It it might be his, bro. Niggas was hoping for Drake to take off, but goddamn, bro, too shiesty. I don't know. I don't know. Watch, watch Drake try to get a, a collab with Pooh Shiesty next. I'm telling you. I'm calling it now on episode 47. Drake gonna try to get a collab with Pooh Shiesty. Oh, God. All right. Um, so what, what you guys writing? Shicey season. I'm going to give you my honest opinion. I'm either giving it a nine, nine and a half or 10. I'm, I'm sorry. 
If if somebody got a problem with it, come see me about it. Shiesty season is literally fire, bro. Like, there's literally not one skip on this song. Like, I'm 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 going with those numbers. I'm running with those. I'm running with nine and a half for a ten. Them is my top numbers. Nine and a half for a ten. And I'm gonna keep listening to Shiesty season until I get tired of it. As of right now, mm-mm. I'm too turnt, bro. I'm too turnt. Like he he got me lit, bro. I I fuck with this project. Put the put. Put Shiesty Season on in rotation after this shit, all right? After you get done listening to this whole episode, put on Pooh Shiesty. Get lit. <laughs> I really do appreciate y'all tuning in, man. You know, I, I just be here kicking it by myself and shit. You feel me? I love speaking on the mic, giving you all my truth and my honest opinions and whatnot, man. And I appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, this was episode 47, King Me. I am, again, your favorite podcast host, Braden King. But you also know me as I am from Jupiter. All right. Now, I am going to end the show uh, with a song. I can actually play the song. This is an upcoming song. It drops next Friday. This song is called Beam Me Up by my boy Yimbo. All right. Now, if you guys haven't already, definitely go check out the episode me and Yimbo set up uh, on Season 2, Episode 7. Um, it's called I Am Yimbo, where me and Yimbo had an interview uh, in regards of his music and his work and upcoming music that he had going and that he was bringing to the table for the years and shit. You feel me? Uh, my boy reached out to me and said, hey, yo, can you drop this song on your show? I listened to the song. I'm like, oh, yeah, I like this. Yeah, I can definitely drop this for you on my next episode, bro. So, hey, local artist, you feel me? You know how to reach me. If you want your music played on my on my show, as long as I fuck with it and I rock with it, I'll definitely play it. You feel me? I ain't got no problem getting your music out there, man. We got to be able to we got to be able to unite. That's the whole purpose of being black and working together. We got to be able to unite together. You feel me? Like. Me and Yimbo are in two different fields, but it's still all media. You feel me? I'm in podcast. He's he's a local artist. He needs his music played on my show. You feel me? Not not that he needed it, but he requested it. I'm willing to play it because I know Yimbo's a great artist. All right? Check out my boy's music. Y'all can reach him at all platforms. SoundCloud, Apple Music, Spotify, uh, probably Tidal as well. I'm pretty sure. Um, I believe his Instagram is Yimbo, Y-I-M-B-O, three underscores. Uh, reach out to him. If you're doing music, you know, try to set up uh, some time to do a collaboration with him and whatnot. I'm pretty sure it'll work with you. But, again, this is Yimbo, Beam Me Up. Again, episode 47, King Me. I appreciate you guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, yeah. We do this shit different, yeah, yeah. Can't come to decide way too much distance, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Be here today, be gone the instant. Amber alert, my children is missing. Step in style like I'm living in a light. Yeah, yeah. You fighting style like you living in a twilight. Hey, catch me riding in the motherfucker.
crazy rap around me Yeah, I grew this from the concrete Just so I could keep it solid Couldn't deal with all the snakes Had to change up my surroundings Oh me, oh me, oh my This life's so paradise I reach up and touch the sky Don't wanna calm down Don't wanna calm down Beat me up Beat me up Beat me up Beat me up Don't wanna calm down Beat me up Beat me up Beat me up Beat me up